Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com Nobody's Listening is a comedy podcast featuring hilarious stories that will cause you to laugh uncontrollably. Listening to this podcast in public or in the presence of loved ones while wearing headphones is not recommended and may result in one or more of the following. Sideways glances, perturbed husbands, strange looks from household pets, confused neighbors, bikers wanting to hurt you, classmates thinking you're mentally retarded, government seizure of your MP3 playing device due to your breaking the code of silence, general humiliation, ejection from public transportation, and in a few cases, nausea, diarrhea, shortness of breath, and upset stomach. I wish I could tell you that instances of these side effects are rare, but most are common. If your laughter continues for more than four hours, please see your doctor immediately. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 41, brought to you the week of October 29th in the year 2007. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same, dadgummit. So you better do it. Get on the horn, as they say. I'm your host. My name is James, and I am joined by a very, 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 very special guest host who is came all the way from my house to be here tonight. We're at your house. Oh, that's right. We are. I didn't have to go anywhere. Is that why it smells like my socks here? This is my wife, Jennifer. Say hi. Hello. So you guys have heard of the legend, and you've known. You know, you wondered about the. What do they call it? The the behind every strong man is a stronger woman. Something like that. Well, now you know. Now you know. Her name is Jennifer, and she is my host here tonight because we're doing a very special show. We're going to do a little thing we call the Halloween episode, and we asked for at the last possible minute for folks to send in uh, scary stories, or not scary stories, but funny stories about scary things, and we're going to open it up to the chat room. We're going to take some live calls today, and we're just going to kind of break the format wide open and kind of just talk about whatever. Jennifer and I have a couple of stories that we're going to share of times that uh, we have been scared, and then we're going to do the same um, through voicemails, email submissions, and live calls. So we got a good show for you, uh, promise. So hang out, uh, Jen. Just a little about you, sweetie. Um, I've never, to this date, called a co-host, sweetie, before. So this <laughs> That's is a, a good spe- thing. <laughs> this is a special day for me. Don't call me sweetie again either. <laughs> Because you know what sweetie means in our house, right? It means stupid. That's right. And and if you don't believe that, folks, if you're married, you know it's true. You just might not have thought of it. It's kind of like the phrase, bless your heart. You know, your your wife comes up to you and, and you say, you know, she says, I, I lock my keys in my car. And you say, well, bless your heart. Because what you're actually saying is you're so stupid. And then with the sweetie thing, um, it's like, you know, they come up to you and they're like, uh, you know, I don't even know. I, I lock my keys in my car. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, so, But I didn't mean stupid in this context. I would never offend you because I'm trying to convince you to do a show with me. And we have yet to think of a name. Have you thought of any names? No, no names here. <laughs> 
What about what? Let me run a few past you that we've had suggested by some of our loyal listeners. One of them was J squared. What do you think about that? It's okay, I guess. <laughs> Jen's afraid of offending. Um, what about ball and chain? Uh, no. <laughs> what about James and chain? Somebody said that. I like the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> like Jen and chain or, or ball and gin. <laughs> That's not even. That's not, it's not even, even legal. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What else have we had? We've had uh, nobody's married. I kind of like that one. Yeah, but if nobody knows our show, our the, this show, that that won't make any sense to them, and they'll and we'll get all these listeners that hate their spouses and are going through divorces, mm-hmm. and they'll that's be true. calling in for advice. And God knows, you could give some advice about bad husbands, but you. I have nothing but compliments and wonderful things I'm to sure. say about my spouse. So, <laughs> so sure. I don't know what. I just get really annoying talking about how awesome you are. Why is the awesome webcam up there? <laughs> you just noticed that? Because yes. we're on StickCam. And if you folks are listening and you've never been on with us at StickCam, you need to make sure that you check us out. You can go to stickcam.com slash profile slash NLCast. Get on our friends list and join us typically every Monday at 530. Right now we're recording at 830 Actually, it's 8.35. It would have been 8.30, but the little girl that looks like me, we call her the James clone, the mini-me, female form, wouldn't go to sleep. That's so, right. But she finally she finally dozed off. It's amazing what you can do with that uh, with NyQuil. It's great. But anyway, uh, it is time. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my all right, it's time for our weekly updates. And uh, Jen, do you have any weekly updates for us? No, I got nothing. I haven't been paying attention all week. <laughs> you didn't know you were going to do this, did you? No, I was so hoping nothing, to avoid it. <laughs> nothing funny or comical, laugh mm. out loud, LOL stuff. Maybe you ought to go and I'll think. Okay. Um, I do have two things. And, and actually, you could probably join me in one of them because this is this is beyond embarrassing. Okay, as most of you know, and I make a point to mention it at least once an episode for some reason. My job is I'm a I'm a kids pastor, and I was looking for the perfect object lesson. Object lessons, if you're not familiar with them, are illustrations using common ordinary objects to prove simple points from the Bible, from the biblical text. And I was trying to show that if you just trusted God, <laughs> shut up, don't even laugh before I even get it out, you dork. Uh, I was trying to prove that if you trusted God, even when the most random things happened, something wonderful would occur if you just trusted, okay? So my goal, my point was I was going to get up like I was unprepared and say, I need an object lesson and I don't have anything. And then my workers were going to bring up all these random objects. They were going to bring up a half uh, drank bottle of Mountain Dew. They were going to bring some, uh, uh, what do you call it, Jen? Baking 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 soda. soda. And they were going to bring some... um, Hydrogen peroxide. Thank you. Hydrogen they just happen to have peroxide. They would just happen to have. And then lastly, my sound man would just turn the lights out. And so there'd be just mass chaos. It would look like. Well, the reason I was going to do this is because on the internet, on, on Meta Cafe or some goofy put your own website or put your own videos up website, I saw this awesome video of a guy that put 
a he took a some and some of you may have seen this. He put Mountain Dew and he put a little bit of baking soda and three capfuls of hydrogen peroxide. He shakes it up and it glowed, people. It was the awesomest thing I'd ever seen. And I was like, this was going to be so good. I showed it to my wife. She was impressed. So I went I all didn't the actually way. See the video? Oh, you didn't? No. So you're trying to remove yourself from <laughs> yeah, the stupidity. Don't, don't bring me in. That. <laughs> I go down to Walmart, or not to Walmart. I went down to the to the, the the price chopper. All you non Midwestern people are tripping, but you know your your stuff sounds weird too. Kroger, Publix, anyway. Um, so anyway, I go and get this stuff, and I come back, and I'm so excited. We dim the lights, we put all the ingredients together, we shake it up, and we get nothing. <laughs> freaking jack nothing jack squat we it got was, some mountain dew with was, peroxide in it it was horrible it was absolutely horrible and it didn't work and i bought you know i didn't spend too much i spent maybe five bucks in materials but so you know i'd already written the sermon i'd already written the illustration and so all of it i had to start all the way over and actually i think what i ended up doing was probably a lot better but um i felt like a total idiot because only then did i start reading the comments underneath the video and people had tried it and failed and yeah and if you type in mountain dew glows you get all these where things. were you well I where were you I... with all these comments <laughs> you can you're like stinking who's the guy on on the, the uh on the uh jeopardy that acts like he knows all the answers because he has them in his hand <laughs> that's who you are to me right now thanks <laughs> but every time you type in mountain dew glows it says this doesn't work stop this it. trick is cool but it sounds cool but it didn't work or i tried it and it didn't work Thanks, thanks for even, uh, supporting me. Even Snoops had a... Snopes. Snopes, <laughs> Is whatever. it Snoops or Snopes? I thought I Snoops know. had two O's. Probably. Snopes.com. Probably right. I know. That's the first place I go. Anytime I get one of these yeah. goofy email forwards that if you don't forward to all your friends, you don't love Jesus, I, that's the first place I go, and I did not you check it out. It. Sorry. <sighs> so, yeah, there's my weekly update, people. And the only other thing I have is I was on my way home today, and there was a guy in front of me on the car. I was actually on the phone. He wasn't on my car. He was in the car in front of me, <laughs> and we were in traffic. And he had a he had a uh, he had a Guitar Hero two sticker on the back of his car. And, and many of you know I love Guitar Hero two. I play it religiously. Jen even likes it. She, it's fun. We have two we have two guitars and we rock out. Jen plays on medium. That's pretty good. I'm an expert guy. But anyway, I I wanted to convey to him somehow that, that we had a connection. This random ball-headed freak boy in the front that had Guitar Hero 2 on the back of his car. I wanted to connect with him. And so as we're driving along, I put both hands up and I made a little Guitar Hero thing. I flipped my fingers back and forth and twiddled my fingers like I was using the, uh, the bar. Don't you drive a stick shift? Yeah, it was very dangerous, <laughs> but we were in traffic. Oh, okay. So That's I had, better. you know, we were stopped. And so, and, and he just looks at me and he wouldn't <laughs> do it back. <laughs> If someone did that to you, would you do it back? I would. I'd, I'd give him a thumbs up or something or a wink no, and a gun or you something. You would the guy was like nuts. No, if he was blowing me kisses, I would think he was <laughs> nuts. But this guy, he, he might have, maybe it wasn't his car. I don't know. He looked like the kind that would play guitar here too. It was too. probably his But son's. the dude pulled out from in front of me and left. <laughs> yeah. I think I scared him. Maybe he thought you were acting like you are going to pull a gun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Gatling gun. Hey, I got a a sitar in the back. Maybe he thought you really liked whatever music you were listening to. (laughs) That guy's rocking out to Hendrix. He's on. He's high. Let me get out of here. But uh, anyway, so I realize those of us that like the same games, we need international hand signals. You know, gangsters. 
gang members have, you know, West Side and all this stuff. And, and if you do like this with a W and put your hand on top, you could be like white trash for all the wannabe gangster white kids. But us gamers, we need to create hand signs that we could throw at each other if we like Halo or if we like Wii Sports or if we like Guitar Hero. And a Guitar Hero, let me just go ahead and say, would be the sign of you playing a very small, very rocking out five button guitar. I'm sure that would be a really cool so sign. If you're in Kansas City and you're on Highway 435 or, or 70 and you're stuck in traffic and you look in your rearview mirror and you see a slightly chunky guy um, Just wailing out again. on an air guitar. <laughs> well, the thing is, Guitar Hero was created to keep us from having to do air guitar and yet it has caused it in places that it was never meant to be. So, in all of that time, Jen, have you thought of a weekly update? Mm, that would be a no. It's okay. Nothing uh, really happens. Yeah, the stuff happens to you. But I forget. I mean, you're you're growing and changing. You know what? Let me take this as an opportunity. I don't think I've officially just flat out said this on the show. Jen and I, actually mostly just Jen, is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. It's pretty just much me. mostly you. <laughs> Um, and so Jen is expecting, when's the due date? March se- March 4th? 4th. That's what I have on my calendar. Or 3rd. I can't remember. Jen wants it to be March now. <laughs> to get, go ahead and get it going. But yeah, we're, we're having a kid. And not only is, are we having a, a human kid, we're having a, a boy. We were aiming to have. We're having a boy child. That's and right. that's awesome because now I got one of each. So be happy for me. It's awesome. So... Just uh, real quick before we move on to the featured stories and stuff, let's give a shout out to the folks in the chat room. We have four lurkers. Welcome, lurkers. And we have Countess Monte Cristo. I see Emmett on there. I see my lovely wife, Jen Kay. Uh, Lauren Max on there being the moderator. She has a, uh, I just want to go ahead and tell you, she has a hoodie with her own name on it, Lauren Mack. And she is straight fronting and representing all at the same time. It's it's insane to see it. You should be on there right now. Uh, Marbles two times two, or two x two as he likes to be called. And then Neil Man twelve, who is not twelve. He is graduating in two thousand twelve. And then Zerdin's on there from I believe ELR. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, a lot of people commented last week that they really liked the show from last week. So if you don't really? like this one, just go back and listen to that one. I'm going to have to have the We're Both Right Boys back on. So, up oh, Lauren's playing Guitar Hero 2. That rocks. It's the featured story. All right. You know what? It's time for the featured story. And, and I don't really have a featured story as much as I have a series of stories. We used to do these back when David was around. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was nice. <laughs> what did you say about him before the show? I said I wish David had never left. No, that's then not exactly what you said. I wouldn't have to be. I hate David for moving to Ireland, because <laughs> what I really said. <laughs> Jen had a little trepidation about coming on the show, but I'm I'm glad you're here with us. Try not to screw it up, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure. Um, anyway, we do have a series of stories that we'd like to share with you. So um, I want to start off by a little story we'd like to call Scaring Jen. And because uh, it is our Halloween episode, so we're going to discuss movies and and things that scared the mess out of us. But I wanted to start with just a simple, frightening in the middle of the night type story. And, and, and Jen, feel free to jump in and add any parts at all. But I'm going to go ahead and start it. There was a point when Jen lived in uh, it, in the small town we came from, where she lived down the street from me. I actually moved 
into a apartment slash. It was really a trailer. <laughs> it was a trailer. It wasn't there was even no a good apartment trailer. about it. It was a trailer. It leaned. Blocks. Even. It leaned, dude. You, you'd be in the tub. You couldn't even fill it up all the way. Not because of the drain, you know, that's halfway up. Uh, it, it you couldn't fill it up because the water would fall out of one side before it got to the other. It but was awful. It was a terrible, terrible uh, trailer. But I lived down the street from her because I wanted to be close, just to be close to. No, me. it's just what you found. That's true. Anyway, I, I I was afraid that the trailer was going to fall over one day. I had dreams, especially when it stormed. But anyway, Jennifer decided she wanted to come see me when I had called her up when I still had a phone before they shut it off. That was before cell phones, too. Oh, my gosh, These were yes. all landlines. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I didn't yeah. even know what a cell phone was until a few nope. years ago. But uh, anyway, so she decides, you know, even though it's dark, even though there's no streetlights on yeah. our road in our little small redneck town in Georgia, she's going to walk all the way down to come see me. And um, so I guess she's coming and I suddenly get this urge, not unlike the time that I got the urge to scare the mess out of David in the cell phone flashlight episode, I think, which may have been our official number one episode. Um, I was going to hide. So I went outside and I ducked down behind the porch and I I stack of tires that I didn't recycle and I wait. And let me jump in at this point. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I live about a block down the street. Not not a regular old city block. This is just a empty road with a, it's a country mile. <laughs> no street lights and critters and no, every, yeah, no reflectors. Yeah, none of these fancy houses with little yeah, rechargeable the, solar the houses lights. were far from the road, so you couldn't really see. And I'm walking down, and like every girl who's ever seen a horror movie thinks, "Oh God, I hope nothing jumps out at me." <laughs> and then also you think, "Oh, I hope nothing." Nothing uh, animal-like jumps out at <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, even just a casual cat could kill yeah, me at so. this point. So uh, I go outside, and I'm ducking down, and I'm like, I'm going to scare the living crap out of her. And then it hit me, I'm going to scare the living crap out of her. I, I could possibly, because I know all this about the ladies. I was raised by a mom and with, with two sisters for the most part, and I, I know this about the lady folk. And I'm like, I, I could possibly kill this woman. I, you know, we'd been dating for God knows how long. I mean, it was forever, wasn't it? It was probably like a few months. For me, it seemed to go so fast. But for whatever. you, I'm sure it was a, a drudgery. But I'm, I'm like, I, I, I got to repent from this. And if you're not familiar with the word repent, it doesn't mean ask forgiveness. It means stop what you're doing and turn 180 and try to undo what you were doing. And so I realize I'm, I, I see her coming. I'm, I can't just j- jump out and not roar because it would be the same thing. Right. And so I'm going to try to ease into this. It's too late for me to just let her go in the house because then she's going to go in the house and see that it's empty and then somebody's going to come in behind her. I can't Which call out to her. Which would have probably been better. <laughs> really? <laughs> I Thinking think so. back. I can't call out to her because then she's going to, oh, oh, so I just stood up. Okay, but let me, let me tell you what really happened. I'm... You know, I'm finally to his house. I'm finally close to safety zone after walking down the dark, scary street. Because I have a porch light, I think, yeah. In the middle of the night. Well, in the middle of the night, but the it was one. it was dark. And um, and so I'm about to walk up to the door, and I'm starting to walk up the steps, and this guy <laughs> comes just stumbling out of the bushes and making this low groan. Oh, that's right, because when I stood up, hold on, when I stood up, I grunted because I was crouched. Like, <laughs> no! It was like you were a zombie. I just went, 
Ugh. <laughs> no, you were like, it was you were like this drunk guy from the side of the road who fell in the bushes and was ready to attack me. That's exactly what I thought. Oh my gosh, but that's not what that's not really who I was. But I um anyway, so all that happened in a matter of a mere millisecond and Jennifer I don't even remember how you screamed, but it was like every every B movie that like you've I ever was heard. Die. And she couldn't breathe and then she could. And so I feel like I need to come toward her <laughs> to help her out. So my hands go out and I start to go to hug her. And it just it goes from like if if it was a ten before it goes to ninety eight, her her decibel level. I know, because not only I thought maybe I just stumbled upon this guy, but no, then he was coming towards me and he was definitely gonna kill me. I was oh like, I God. hope James can hear me. I hope he can save me. <laughs> so all I can start saying is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she's crying. I mean, you, I, if I remember I have never right, been so scared in my life. I heart, screamed. Her heart, oh, gosh. her heart came out and said hello. Ugh. It was it was absolutely horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But, um, yeah, that that's the story of, of the time that Jen had the Krizzle scared out of her. And um, I, I did keep her as a as a wife. No, so I was young. Okay. <laughs> Poor judgment. That's right. That that does kind of stink for you that you're stuck with the person you chose when you were. Uh, how old were you when we got married? Twenty. I just lost sound. Yeah, I did too. Oh, okay. It's okay. Let's. Uh, did it just pop back in? No, not my voice. Okay, let me pause it for a moment. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. That's okay. We're back. And um, that was um, the story that I like to call Scaring Jen. And um, it was a good story. It was not fun to live through, but... No, not at all. But, it, it, you know, it was like David, but except I felt bad. Because you're, you know, it's a benefit being a girl, I would imagine. Never well, been one. David's just a brother. You have two. So. <laughs> yeah, but... If I lost one, I could just start over with the with the next one. Um, the only other thing, and I didn't discuss this with you ahead of time, but when we were when Jen was pregnant with our first child, Jenna, um, we were really afraid that we were going to lose the pregnancy, and so we were really really careful. Um, anybody that's ever been pregnant knows that fear. You're you're really excited to finally get pregnant, and then all of a sudden you're afraid of everything. You know, you don't want to lay wrong. You don't want to. Uh, put seat belts on there's just a hundred different things you don't want to do well um <laughs> i don't remember exactly how it happened but i think you were making the bed or turning down the bed for us to go to sleep and i didn't know you were in there and you didn't know i was coming in and the lights were out <laughs> yeah, i think and, we, it was and i think maybe we'd even seen a scary movie or something i don't even i don't remember, know but we yeah. were just kind of freaked out already and and you go you see me and you go huh and I saw you for the first time, and I go, huh? And then you go, you respond to my, uh, and you go, huh? And I go, and that freaked me out even worse. So I go, huh? And finally, I flip on the light. You stand full of attention, and both of us go, it's me! At <laughs> the same exact time. And uh, I was sure that I had scared Jennifer so bad that the baby was just going to pop out right there and be like, it's me! <laughs> to the point that for the rest of the pregnancy, the baby's nickname was, it's me! <laughs> that it was just going to visit, like a little alien head coming out, like, it's me! And then go back in. But That's why Jenna's not calm in her life. 
She loves having the Krizzle scared out of her, though. She loves it when I when I come around the corner and get her. And uh, and unless we forget the best story of all, just a little, just a little hats off to David who had the living crap scared out of him that that dark day long ago when he came home at three a.m. Did you hear any of that when you were sleeping? When no, the I cell never phone heard flashlight? anything. Thank goodness I would have been mad. If you guys have never listened, chat room, do you know what uh, episode that was? Was it was it episode number one? I want to tell the people that are just joining us for the first time what episode to go back and listen to. Um, was it uh, episode one? Episode two. Thank you. Cell phone flashlight is episode two, so go back and listen to that. If you like stories about people getting the mess scared out of them, also the Monkey Man episode. I don't know which one that is, but the Monkey Man and then cell phone flashlight are are ones about people getting the mess scared out of them. Um, And then there's one more. The Basement Ghost Man episode is a good one. Um, People like that one, so... That's uh, that's just a little suggestion for me to you, Jen. I'd asked you earlier, and maybe you don't know, but what what was the scariest movie you ever saw when you were a kid? That just t- tortured you for life. Chat room, be thinking about that too. The scariest ever? Yeah, just I didn't w- see many scary movies I, as I, a kid. I didn't either as a kid, and so I hate to say it, but things like Doctor Seuss. <laughs> scared the mess out of me you had a rough childhood well here here's a little lesson for all you people that shelter your nuggets you know from this kind of stuff and and i'm glad you do because kids should not be seeing you know spooky movies about guys with fingernails and you know killing each other and i'm thinking freddy krueger and i couldn't think of the name (laughs) see those fingernails i don't think he killed people with his fingernails actually (laughs) uh but you you should be protecting your little ones from that stuff I, i i second that but um, if you overprotect them, um, they are still going to be scared of things. It's Just like kids that won't let their kids play with plastic guns, and so the kid yeah. goes out in the back and grabs a stick, you know, and uses it mm-hmm. as a gun. It just, but uh, so I was scared of Dr. Seuss creatures, and I would read the books, and then at night I would imagine they were under my bed, and and um, and then there was the guy under the bed, mm. the guy with the axe. That I think How most did you know about the guy with say, the axe? I had created him. Oh. And I think most children have the fear of the guy with the axe or the machete under the bed. And you have to run and jump from your door and land. You, Michael Jordan couldn't hold a candle to a scared eight-year-old jumping from the threshold of the door, hovering through the air and landing on the bed, quickly throwing covers over himself because for some reason covers are very, very... They're not bulletproof, but they will keep your legs and feet from getting, <laughs> getting hacked off <laughs> by the monster. And so I used to shove things under the bed, and I used to pack it full of clothes and toys so that the guy... I bet your mom loved that. Oh, well, she didn't notice, but... That's um, <laughs> true. I, I would be comfortable for a little while thinking, okay, he's he, there's no way he could fit under the bed until my little evil mind rationalized that, you know what, if I was the evil man with the knife... Or the hatchet, I would hollow out a spot for myself and make the front line of toys and clothes look exactly the same, and then I would push my hand through See, and reach up. And way too much time on your hands as a child, <laughs> <laughs> or you're way too creative. I don't know which. But as far as a movie, does there is there anything that just I got think, you? I think I saw some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies when I was relatively young. Like how old? Twelve, eight? Yeah, probably like twelve, thirteen. Maybe Leanne, my sister saw those. She she was on the show on the sister episode. She saw that stuff when she was young, and 
she came home and started singing the, you know, one, two, Freddy's oh coming gosh. for you. And I had no context, nowhere to put that. And so, yeah, that stuff would just haunt me at night. <laughs> it's freaky. I didn't need movies. We lived on Lloyd Road in Jacksonville, Florida, with cars going by all night. And these horrible shadows and shapes would throw up, throw themselves up on the wall. And and so it always looked like there were fingers going by and people walking yeah. by. And then my mom, bless her heart, is telling me, you got to watch out for your dad because he might come back and get you. He, he, he wants to keep you. And so I'd always be like, you know, I'd never met the guy really that I remembered. And I always imagined he was outside watching, looking He's for an opportunity. For yeah. <laughs> ah, so it was terrible. But when I got older, when I started babysitting, and I was in a house by myself, there was one time, I think it must have been, I used to read scary books all the time. I was never big into movies. That's because you're a left brain valedictorian uh, psycho. And there was this one book about, I think, you know, and it's been in a bunch of movies now where the baby... The, somebody calls the babysitter. Yeah, they did that movie not too long ago. And then comes to kill him. I think it was in a book. And I remember one time I got this phone call. You know, the kids are asleep and I'm just sitting around watching TV, whatever. And I kept getting these hang-up phone calls. Uh. And oh, God. <laughs> I thought that someone was coming to kill me. <laughs> and it was probably the people were just trying to... Uh, trying to call the people that actually live there yeah. and they kept getting this random person this little scary hello <laughs> so don't I kill up. me click mm-hmm. yeah but I, I think it was books more than anything because I read a bunch of the, there were a bunch of scary books out there that I wasn't supposed to read but, that I read and you, you'd always remember these when you were by yourself Ugh. especially as a girl I don't know if that happens to guys but any girl well, girls it's just any place that's supposed to have people in it and then it suddenly doesn't is a freaky place mm-hmm. you know churches are really bad about that oh yeah ah oh, i hate i hate that my mom told me when i was a kid that churches when they're empty the demons come <laughs> <laughs> like what are they gonna do there <laughs> well apparently they're not allowed in when the church people are so there. So they just go in and dance so around. So they come back in. It's like non-smoking, you know, when church is being held. And, uh, and and you know, and, and so, yeah, any time, even to this day, I had to go in today to, a cha- to the chapel and I had to turn lights on so I could see. It was pitch stinking dark except for the red dots where the exit mm-hmm. signs are, you know. And it's pitch dark and I got to go up and got to get a microphone cable and a microphone for you to use. And I turn on the lights, and there are two black gentlemen sitting in the back. You know, it's John and some other fella from from an usher. And, but they scared the living mess oh out of me because it was pitch black. And all of a sudden, there's these two dudes in the back, and one <laughs> of them's in a wheelchair. And so it's like every horror movie. Oh, how you doing? You know. <laughs> Uh, and 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 I was so scared. I didn't even think to ask them, you know, if I what they were doing sitting in the stinking dark. But yes. uh, but they were they uh, they were apologizing to me because <laughs> I told them I said if you hear anything that sounds kind of like a cuss word, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was just me dying, a little bit of my soul dying right now because the demons were here. Oh, and then I think I mentioned this on an earlier podcast. Going with this whole trend of demons being there, my mentor and friend David, who's called into the show before, he's actually the father of the kid that was the salsa boy that drank the salsa. <clears throat> he he sent me backstage one time in the middle of some service to get something, and it was pitch dark. None of the lights were working. I think he went and unscrewed them all. Well, he had his daughter sitting in this devil mask in the oh. back in the pitch dark, okay? 
But you know what? It backfired because I was so chicken. I never even made it to her. I turned around and came back and said, dude, I cannot go in there. The demons <laughs> no. will get me. And he's laughing like he got me. And I didn't even know what he's talking about. And so, His yeah. poor daughter was probably more scared than you were. <laughs> no, she, shoot. She ain't scared of nothing. She was probably so... La- she was laughing so much. But uh, movies. The movie that... the Probably the first movie I ever saw that really just scared me to death. I, I didn't mess around with any Freddy Kruegers or even something wicked this way comes, which is like the kid scary movie from Disney, <laughs> you know? We it's little. so spooky. You ride a carousel and you're old, <laughs> you know, or young in this case, if you ride it backwards. Um, I, I went straight from like Care Bear Stare <laughs> to the extra stinking cyst. And I was watching it with some friends in a trailer. That's what you do in Georgia. You just go from trailer to trailer. Because that's all there is. (laughs) And I'm sitting on the floor, uh, leaned up against a trailer window. So my face is on the glass, and we're watching The Exorcist. And it is, combine that with all the demon stuff from my childhood. Yes, your mom is very, very uh, focused on demons. I'm watching this little girl, you know, turn into a monster, and they're doing all these profane things. It's just horrifying. And the people next to me, who are supposed to protect me and keep me safe, fall asleep. Oh, my gosh. And we're watching and watching it. And there's this is the day before remote controls were available to Georgians. And so there was no stopping it and turning it off. And I was too scared to go anyway because, you know, when you're in a dark room and all you can uh, – and the TV's on, all you can see is the glow of the television. Mm-hmm. So there could be things behind it waiting for the opportunity. Well, that's when they come out. Yeah, they only – well, <laughs> and they can only get you once you see them. So mm-hmm. if you can just stay protected. Well, anyway, I'm my face is to the glass, and I swear to you I hear – a fingernail on the other side of the glass go tap, tap, tap. Oh, my god! Right next to my head. And I was so frozen with fear. My neck froze up. I couldn't move and look because I knew I would see <laughs> that chick with her teeth. <laughs> you know? And um, I, I literally sat there through the rest of the movie. Had to go to the bathroom so bad. Oh I couldn't get up. I couldn't go. I just, uh. I think I fell asleep that night in my clothes Right there on the floor. Once the movie turned blue, you know, after it was over, VHS. and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I had to pee all night, and I couldn't because I was so scared. You were scared couldn't to get go. Out. So any anything like? Let's look in the chat room, real quick. What what's the scariest movie you guys have ever seen that just tortured you? We've got a couple of voicemails to this effect, and a couple of stories we'll share. Event Horizon. A lot of people have mentioned that. I've never seen that, have that, you? I haven't. I think my sister saw it. And uh, it's got uh, Sam Neill in it from Jurassic Park, first and third. And it's something, the effect of these guys in space uh, end up going through something in space, and it turns out to be Hades. Hmm. Poltergeist 3, the one with the mirrors. I haven't seen that one. Mothman. I haven't seen Mothman that Mothman Prophecies. That wasn't scary. That was kind of just... Wicked, oh, weird, I did and see cool. That, yeah, it was I? the one where all the people had the bridge at the mm-hmm. end. Spoilers! Cape mm-hmm. Fear. Cape Fear was just... I don't know that it was scary. It was freakish. It was like hmm. spooky. It was like yuck. Because, you know... Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that was so scary, man. Yeah, because that could really happen, you know. Alien. <laughs> Alien was scary. Okay, well, there's different kinds of scary, though, aren't there? I mean, there's movies that just freak you out the entire movie that are just freaky, and then there are movies that you're okay and you think you're okay until you turn them off. 
Or until you're in the dark. <laughs> yeah. And then there's movies that just go for the raw scare. Mm-hmm. And I think the Chucky series was like that because I was never scared that the doll was going to get me. I had no fears of him crawling around. Um, I didn't really like the My Buddy dolls anyway. But that movie knew that you wouldn't really be scared of him. It went for the jumping out and getting you moments. Yeah. So, Exorcism of Emily Rose. That was weird freaky yeah yeah it only had really one scary scene to me that movie just yeah and the shining i saw that when i was in high school i think and i just it might have been too grown up for me i i really didn't get freaked out by that i thought it was boring Hmm. and uh i'm trying to think we we saw the scariest movie you will ever see and i don't remember the name of it the scariest movie you'll ever see but you will walk away okay and this is a movie I suggest to people that don't like scary movies. Was that one with Nicole Kidman? The Others. The Others. If you, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but if you're a person that doesn't watch scary movies because you'll be freaked out forever, watch that movie because it is really, really, really cool. And it has an ending that will make you go, oh. I don't know. It still kind of freaked me out. Really? I am your daughter. It was just <laughs> weird. <laughs> But those, all those kind of movies freak me out. I always want to watch scary movies and then I'm scared. Uh, I've never read enough, I guess, when I was a kid to really get freaked out by books. That's that's interesting. To transition. <laughs> I guess it's kind of geeky. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a difference between no, geeky and nerdy, sweetie. <laughs> there, um, when I was a kid, the, the horror books really started coming out for kids. The R.L. Stein. Yeah. But there, there was another author that was. She just had weird supernatural, and it was freaky. Because I missed the R.L. Stein days. Yeah, those weren't really that. scary. They were, but yeah, you would have been. They would have been way too young for you, because uh. they came out after I got a little older. Well, I used to read Stephen King in high school. I was a Stephen King freak, man. I loved, uh, I loved especially the werewolf one, the sh- uh, the Shining. Is that the what it's called? I, don't I think know. so. I never read is that. that is that right? Chat room. The Shining, is that the werewolf stuff? But anyway, I enjoyed those. And then, you know, he did a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch movies until I was like grown up. Like till we got married, I think. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't The Shining. I don't remember. What, it wasn't The Shining. What was it called? It was something like that, though. But anyway. Uh, any any other things? Any other movies, ideas, music? You know what? I, I mentioned music on the on the website when I was asking for input, and I'm going to tell you, music freaked me out when I was a kid. Here's why: my mom and my stepdad got on this kick back in the '80s, and all you church kids, you'll know what I'm talking about if you're my age and from the '80s. Backward masking came out. People were all tripping about what songs said backwards. And there is nothing freakier anyway than hearing stuff backwards. It's like shrimp, 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 shrimp. Everybody's talking about shrimps, you know. Shrimp, 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 shrimp. It sounds like demons. Yeah, no what I mean, it could be you know, it could be Barney frontwards. I love you, you love me, and backwards it's like oh, I'm going to eat her, you know. So um, I'm going to eat ice cream out of your skull. But uh, anyway, so we we watched this special. We watched a special on on like one of these satellite networks back in the day before Bill Baker, Bill Bill Baker, Bill uh, Jim, S- Baker. Jim Baker, messed it all up. But uh, 
and they're talking about backward masking and they're sh- they're showing all these these songs and backwards and forwards and songs like you know this terrible stuff and it scared the living mess out of me to the point <laughs> Because it sounds like demons. Well, yeah, and, and, and I've never <laughs> been exposed to any is. of this. And so, again, I went from, like, you know, j- little happy church music, you know, B-I-B-L-E to, you know, die young, stay pretty, <laughs> you know, learn to smoke marijuana. <laughs> I was more scared about the stuff said forward than I was backwards, you know. Well, the I funny had no thing context. was that it's most of the songs didn't make any sense backwards. No. It was like one... <laughs> start to smoke you know, marijuana yeah yeah and, and and all that yeah i think that was another one bites the dust yeah. or whatever that supposedly said that but i went to bed and i cried every night for like three weeks wow. and to the point that my mom started playing christian music to me on records <laughs> forward or backwards <laughs> backwards it's like love jesus love him i don't want to love jesus mom but no she played Joni or something or evie Evie, God, do a search, Google search on Eve. Evie, Evie. I don't know. She was some seventies chick with blonde hair. Did she and sing? And she sang these beautiful songs in the night, <laughs> and it freaked me out so bad. She was kind of like to the well, point that I didn't want to hear Evie. <laughs> she was like one of those dolls. She became one, yeah, like on that movie we just saw with the. Um, the ventriloquist. Oh man, lady. what was that? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called with all the ventriloquist dummies. That movie was a little bit freaky. Yeah, that one got me because I don't like puppets. Well, if I walked into dummies. a room of ventriloquist dummies, I think well, especially if they all looked at me <laughs> and turned their eyes over, I would not be like, "I'm gonna catch y'all on fire." I'd be like, "I'm gonna outrun y'all." <laughs> you have little legs. <laughs> Dead silence. Yes, thank you. That was a freakish movie right Yeah, there. that was freakish. But I could go to sleep after that and not even hardly have any nightmares that hardly even make me wet the bed. <laughs> hardly. So it's not a big deal. But no, the other part is my mom also, once Evie wore off, she started to play the Bible on tape for me. <laughs> so the, and I, I must have went through the New Testament. Yeah, in the dude's voice. It's like, Genesis 1-1. <laughs> In the beginning, God created. Turn it off! Turn it off! I don't want to know! I was, can't imagine trying to fall asleep to anything like that. It was terrible because then you'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd be like in the middle of, <laughs> of, of like some horrible scene of war. Well, you'd wake up in the God middle of the night. God swallowed them into the ground. And, <laughs> and there was voices in your room. That's what would freak me out. And I will cast him into the pit of everlasting fire. And you oh, have he come back. <laughs> Can I watch the special again? It was less scary than the solution. So... Oh my gosh! But yeah, that was that was awesome stuff. Ooh, let's take a little pee break, Jen. What do you say? All right, sounds good. All right, pregnant woman. Oh, whoa! What happened? I took the clippy off. Okay, the thing. sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, the only thing I'd like to say before we go to our next segment is that um, the only thing that I could think of that would be scarier than anything that we've mentioned so far is if I were standing outside. I came inside the house. It was pitch dark, and I see a shape, a smallest shape, and I hear, I have news for you. (laughs) You're such a dork. Is that really recording? (laughs) Yeah. I just thought that would be really funny, that's all. Mm -hmm. Or scary. It'd scare the crap out of me if a Norwegian lady came and was was talking to me. But anyway, uh, let's move on to this segment right here. (laughs) 
Up next, news E and V mail. All right, it's time for a little bit of news E and V mail. And so that means that we're going to remind you that we have a new phone number. Do you hear me, John? John B., who called in on the old voicemail line because you have it in your cell phone still. John, it is 816-298-0823. You can also join us on Stick Cam every Monday night at 530, except for tonight. You can call in live during the show. My wife is breathing heavily on the microphone. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> now, you can still talk into it. Just all the, all the size of annoyance. I tell you what, why don't you let me... Pause the show, and we'll go deal with the child again. Hold on, folks. Anyway, hopefully the baby is asleep. What I did, Jen, is I decided to bribe her. What'd you bribe her with? She gets two pieces of candy tomorrow if she doesn't cry. <laughs> what happened Wait, to you, you can't. the tough daddy? <laughs> I turned into wimpy bribe dad. Oh it's goodness. the things you swear you'll never do. It's all because you want your podcast to go smoothly. I want the podcast to go smoothly. I, I do. Um, so anyway, we do have a few voicemails and emails and things like that. So I'd like to go ahead and play those and interact with those. First of all, an email from White Maid Jack. It says, hey, James and James's wife. You know what? She has a name. What is it? It's Jen. That's right. Miss Jen to you. <laughs> I just thought I'd send you a story for your Halloween show. Okay, this might not be funny, but it gave me a laugh. And actually, it gave me a laugh, too. He said, I was trick-or-treating with my friend three years ago, and I was dressed as old Santa Claus. Or no, he was dressed as old Santa Claus. There was this one house down the street with a cage on their lawn. When we got to the house, the cage bars flew apart, and out came a werewolf. It ran up to my friend and growled. Then my friend grabbed his funny, his furry Furry. hand and pumped it up and down and said, Oh, it's great to meet you. (laughs) The guy in the costume probably felt like this little kid needed to be much more scared than he was so he slapped his hand away and ran back into the cage my friend ran after him saying wait (laughs) i haven't asked you what you want for christmas so i thought that was really funny hope you enjoyed it white man jack (laughs) it's pretty funny isn't it i don't know why but it is (laughs) you liked it uh dauphin uh says why are the first memories always the traumatic ones my first memory was when i was about four years old and i had woken up from my afternoon nap and called for my mother no answer i called out for my older sister no answer i called out for my grandmother who lived with us at the time no answer then i called out for my great grandfather (laughs) who was dead and he, he answered no um so i got out of bed and i proceeded to look around the house Thank you, cell phone. Uh, And lo and behold, there was no one home. It was the rapture. No, that's every church kid's nightmare. Anyway, I proceeded to freak out. I ran to the front door, tried to open it, but the deadbolt, which was out of my reach, was locked. And I was locked in the house alone. Great parenting. Um, So there I was, hanging on the doorknob, crying my eyes out. Then it happened. I peed myself. Because I was crying so hysterically. So there I was, crying my eyes out, standing in a puddle of pee when the door unlocks, and there's my mom, grandma, and my sister looking at me with shock and awe in their eyes. They saw me, saw the puddle, and they started laughing <laughs> as hard as I was crying. That's so wrong. That really is. Poor kid. <laughs> we'll probably do it to Jenna. Yeah. Um, they proceeded to explain to me that because it was such a nice day, my mom and grandma decided to walk up the street to my sister to get my sister from school, and they had gone, been gone five minutes. But man, oh man, that five minutes seemed like a lot longer when you're four, scared, and standing in a puddle of pee. They still left him alone. I know. No note. 
We're doofing. Of course, what are you going to do? Draw a picture for a four-year-old? Mm-hmm. Ma- little, little arrows <laughs> to the they characters? they can't read English. <laughs> Mom. Grandma. Gone. Gone. <laughs> little, little character getting out of school. <laughs> I can't translate this. It's too detailed. So uh, those are the end of our emails for Halloween. So um, we're going to save all our other emails for next week. So if you sent one in and you haven't heard it read, just hang out. And you know what? It could be that yours is read next time. We do have a few voicemails. Let's uh, kick those up. So we have our first call from Alana. And all I have down is it says clowns. So let's see. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Alana Webster or Ah Baby. A one, two, nine on the forums for those of you that are there. Anyway, I had a couple of creepy stories. Um, First of all, movies that I've seen that have messed me up and how. um, I'm pretty sure the movie It by Stephen King is the reason why I'm scared of clowns to this day. Number two, from Kevin's um, catacomb story in Israel. We took pictures down there when we went. I went on the trip as well with my mom and my brother. <laughs> my brother was a little kid in the room with um, Nick, the kid that ate the salsa. Anyway, um, yeah, we took pictures down there in the catacombs, and we got them developed a couple weeks later after we got back from the trip. And there were definitely um, what looked like ghosts flying around in the pictures. Um, I have proof of them. We have to get them from my house. But it looks pretty ridiculous, so... Um, the catacombs were scary, A, because Kevin and Paul were wreaking havoc, but B, maybe there really were creepy beings down there. Anyway, hope you guys can identify with the It story, because I'm pretty sure that that's the scariest clown movie ever in life. Talk to you guys later. Bye. The only the only thing I'll say is you don't need a good reason to be scared of clowns. I agree. It doesn't take a movie. They're just, just freaky. Just be afraid of them. It's okay. I mean, imagine walking into your house and there's a clown sitting there. <laughs> I have friends for you. <laughs> or I have news for you. I keep You're saying they're both. Anyway, here's uh, Eric from We're Both Right. Hey, this is Eric from We're Both Right at BothRight.com. Thanks again for letting us co-host last week. My scary story is that years ago when I was in junior high, I had a kid brother who... Well, I still do. But anyway, he was uh, much younger than me, like four or five years. And uh, he snuck downstairs. Well, he went upstairs to his room while I was sitting reading a scary storybook. And our parents weren't home. And it was on Halloween. And he went upstairs to his room, or at least I thought he did. Then he slowly snuck down the clothes uh, chute, the dryer laundry chute, really slowly uh, from the upstairs down into the basement and then slowly creaked open the basement door that I could see from where I was in the living room. So now, me knowing nobody else was home, but he was upstairs in the bedroom and I was stand- sitting there, it just it freaked me out because this door was slowly, slowly, slowly opening, 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 and then, boom, he popped his head out and says, gotcha, and it was... Uh, anyway, he got a wailing that time. Thanks. Oh man, thanks man. That's insane. Whoa, stop. Couldn't couldn't he have died crawling down the laundry chute? Well yeah, I don't think those things do anything but go straight down. Yeah, I don't think that's real safe. 
It's for laundry. <laughs> it wasn't a dummy waiter, you know, with the little the little pulley system. It <laughs> yeah. was dangerous enough, but no, it's a laundry chute. And I'm I'm gonna that's what I'm saying. The plans of of elementary schoolers are never <laughs> they're never, never good. good. <laughs> they're always gonna end in complete havoc. But uh, here's something that uh, Marbles uh, sent in. He was very adamant that I not play any of his other entries except for this one. Okay, James, listen. Before you get annoyed at me. And since this is the third time I called, you could just forget about those other two calls okay, I made. Okay, got out. it, buddy. Go ahead. I didn't realize they're having a Halloween show, and I have a story I want to tell you. All right. Once, when I was like eight or seven, I don't know. Take a deep breath. I was in this like Boy Scout thing with my uncle. He was a counselor, and my friend's dad, and we went upstate somewhere, and in this place, there's this like old tree stump with chains on it. And they had this story they told us. As soon as we got there, but it was dark and stuff, they told us that these hippies and or monks ruled it, and at least once a year, they would come out, steal a little kid from his cabin, and put him chained against us, okay? We were like eight or something, so we were really scared. And then later at night, like one o'clock in the morning, we heard these rattlings and these noises. We had no idea what it was. We meaning the kids and the cat. Anyway, yeah, at this camp, and then we went out, and all the counselors were gone except for my uncle. And we saw these things in the woods and stuff, and we were pretty scary. We were pretty scared, I mean. And I think my uncle was scared, too, because he had no idea what was going on. It was like his first time out there. I'm going to tell you, man, there is no crueler person on the planet than Boy Scout leaders. <laughs> We we do the same thing. We go out and camp, and it's like your first time ever camping. Period. It's pitch dark. You know, there's no lights or anything, and they always have a story to tell. And you think it's you know you you think it's a serious real story. And our guys, what they did is they told a story about this guy that came through, and he dragged a chain or something. There's always something to make a sound in the mm-hmm. story. So later they can walk around your tent with a chain <laughs> dragon and go ahead and just run it through your your brain one more time. But uh, in ours. They had people running on the roof because they were talking about how they brought this guy into a chapel and they were going to try him for murder. And suddenly they heard a sound outside and, and you hear these these footsteps on the roof and all of us are like, yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. We know that's people. That's the older boys running around on the roof. But then homeboy walks in. <laughs> the dude does. And he's 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 dragging a chain and he's all... It was the scariest thing in the world. I mean, it took you about three seconds to realize it was a guy in a mask. But the kids that were sitting down on the floor next to him, it was like the monkey man. That's where I got the inspiration for the monkey man story was this idea of getting kids to not worry and then freaking them out for real. (laughs) But yeah. Such a great thing. (laughs) Boys are, men are evil to boys. And then you have to do it to the other kids when they get up there. Anyway, this is a story that Nick sent in and he didn't even know it was going to be a Halloween show, but it fits because it's about getting freaked out and it's funny. Hey, this is Nick from, um, I've recently heard about you guys from the Hardcore Christian Gamer Cast. And I was just calling to tell you guys a story. It takes place on a bus in the middle of Mississippi. Um, Some girls were talking in the back, um, not very quietly. And, uh, all of a sudden, they just start shrieking and screaming. And I stand up. I'm like, what's wrong? And they're going, there's this huge bug back here. And I'm sitting there laughing at them, going, wow, you girls are wimpy. It's just a little bug. And in the middle of saying that, 
I feel this tickling on my knee. And I look down just in time to see a palmetto bug, and similar to a cockroach, crawl up my shorts. So I'm freaking out. I'm just like one of them now. I'm running up the bus, jumping up and down, screaming like a little girl. My puberty-stricken, crackling, 14-year-old kid voice is just going off. And it was completely humiliating. That's the end, and that is why I told you. So, bye. You guys are great. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> Thanks, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of palmetto bugs, Jen, do you like them? Hate them. Uh-huh. They're like a cockroach, like your regular cockroach size. Multiply that by a hundred. They're like the Hulk of cockroaches. They're giant, and you can't kill them. You cannot kill them. <laughs> they do not die. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, you spray them with stuff, and they're like, thanks. And they just keep walking. You step on them, they keep walking. And, and how do you know so much about these wonderful things that we you were so scared of? Quite a few when we lived in Florida. <laughs> we had this giant oak tree in the backyard, covered with leaves and stuff, and they would and come in. Into the laundry room, and what what they look for is water. They're, some people call them water bugs. In they're Florida, they're just <laughs> they're giant roaches, according to Jennifer. But anybody raised in Florida knows there's a difference between a roach and a palmetto bug. Roaches mean you got a dirty house. Palmetto bugs are just dumb. They just walk around. They don't. They're not there for any particular reason. But they were always come in the house, and so I had to go spray for them and lay down roach proofy. <laughs> we called it. <laughs> we didn't know how to pronounce it. It's this white powder that you put down to kill the roaches and all this kind of stuff. And and Jen was so freaked out by this point that even the dead ones in the floor of the laundry room would scare her to they were death. Huge. And so, it, out of out of all the concern that I had in my heart, what I realized is if you took a black plastic trash bag and stuck your thumb in it and pulled away the plastic, it made the perfect shape of a palmetto bug. <laughs> Just and like it. So, so I took to putting these things under laundry baskets, underneath the clothes and she I laid out the night before. Every time, <laughs> underneath bowls on the counter. And what would be great is when you lift something up and the wind would pick it up and make it float towards you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's terrible stuff. Terrible, terrible stuff. So uh, anyway, we got one more that I'll play from our friend Vance. Hey, this is Vance. I have to tell you about something that just really scared me. Whenever I was between my ninth and 10th year of high school, so I would have been uh, still kind of preteen in that area, I think. I spent the summer with my uncle, who lived in a town called Washington, Missouri. And there's nothing there. It's just kind of in the middle of, of nowhere. So he lived in this old farmhouse, and my job was to... I help in the garden and then take the trash out. And to take the trash out, we didn't have, like, a trash guy. There was, like, a dump behind the house that was probably 50 yards or so behind the house, and I would mow down there, you know, in the riding mower and all that. But what I discovered down there is there was a grave. There was a wrought iron fence around a single grave where someone who originally lived on the farm had died, and they buried them right there on the property and put the little thing up, and it used to scare me to death to take the trash out just at dusk. So about to you know, go out, and it would be almost getting dark, and I would run down there as fast as I could and throw the trash in the dump and then run back because it was just so scary. Later. <laughs> and and what, what if you, even if you weren't planning on coming and haunting somebody after you died, 
you would make a special point to if they had put a dump right next to your grave. I know. What house is this where there's a dump and a grave within 50 yards of where you live? <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. That explains a lot of it. I would imagine that would be Kansas, though. <gasps> I just offended all our Kansas listeners. Oh, that's okay. They don't have iPods over there except for Johnson <laughs> County, the rich people that pay the taxes for the entire state. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not... I'm. I'm uh, we used to have to walk out to dump melon rinds. If some some of our listeners will remember David talking about mud bogging with the van and getting it stuck, and talking about melon rinds and stuff out there, we used to dump them out there, and it'd be all kinds of dark. And there's bugs and crickets and monkeys and God knows what else out there in the wetlands of Florida. And uh, yeah, there's what was wrong with the trash? Well, anything. See, country folk, we were on the cutting edge of what was biodegradable and what wasn't. And, and melon you just rinds didn't want to have to take it to the dump. Well, they smell. They smell. And yeah, you <laughs> did have to take it to the dump. There were no trash pickup. And anything that was going to stink, you might as well go let the, the, the critters get it. So, mm. yeah, it was just one of those things. We didn't know it attracted critters. We just we just wanted to get rid of it. So, hey, you know what, though? In my hometown, when I was growing up in one of the hometowns I lived in, Yulee, Florida, we, we, my neighbors had a trash pit and burned their trash. And how dangerous is that? It's this big old giant seven-foot pit about the size of 30 graves and just as deep. And they would just throw all their trash in. And when it would get full, they'd just burn it down to nothing. How often did they burn it? I don't know. Occasionally. Did and, it and they would, Yeah. And they would cook food off of it. Oh, God. <laughs> Redneck power, baby. Oh, my. So, yeah. I don't think that's legal anymore. But anyway. And um, it shouldn't be. Ever. Oh, gosh. Well, and thank you. I think that's everything. Oh, let me check the notes. I'm real bad about the endings. I don't ever do my endings right. We need to give away a button. I know that for a fact. So let's give away a button to somebody that had the best input. What did we laugh the most at? I'm going to tell you what I laughed the most at. And I laughed the most at, believe it or not, uh, White Mage Yak and his story about the Santa Claus shaking the hand of the vampire. Yeah, I like that one, too. Werewolf. I laughed the hardest All right, White Mage, send in your address to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com and we'll get you out a button thank you everyone for your input and your stories and you know what it's never too late to send in a great one even if it's not halloween so if you have something you'd like to email email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com you can call in your stories to 816-298-0823 pause the podcast right now pick up your cell phone and dial 816-298 0823 and I do put it in the show notes on your iPod so if you hit the center button three times um, I think it's three times maybe four you will see it you'll see a show description and you will see the phone number that was a suggestion brought sent in by Vance visit us online we have a blog that's updated almost daily nlcast.com that's nlcast.com we have forums a social network guest calendar so you can see who's not going to come on <laughs> I schedule people they just have to cancel. And then uh, we also have daily features and stuff like that. And don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. If you listen to us through iTunes, we'd love for you to leave us a review. It's the lifeblood that I live by. And tell a friend. We're clean. Tell your mama. Tell your little brother. Tell your dog. We'd love to get him to call into the show. Remember, I have news for you. All right, folks, that's it. And remember, even though um, – Jennifer, do you have any parting comments before I go? Before I cut us off. 
That's too much pressure. <laughs> Here, you just have to do the ending piece. Uh, oh, come on now. You don't have anything to say. No weekly updates. No additional comments. Well, I just want to say thank you for being on my show for real. I appreciate it. You are awesome. Even though you said you were trepidatious, I knew that you would be a natural, and you did great. Thank you. And as I look into your deep eyes... And I hope you delete all this. I only have one thing to say. (laughs) Nobody's listening. You didn't give me a chance to say it with you. try it again yes (laughs) as i look deep into your eyes i only have one thing to say monsters (laughs) okay as i look deep into your eyes i only have one thing to say (laughs) nobody's make me a sandwich (laughs) get off your pregnant butt and make me a sandwich sandwich. there are five different people in the chat room saying kick him (laughs) right now (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, people, I will. Oh, man. All right. Hello, Lauren. Jay. What's up? You know, I was thinking, since you're going to fit this podcast thing, uh, you guys should do a couple's cast. Oh, really? Nah. <laughs> Where did you come up with such an awesome idea? I, uh, it was your idea, actually. Oh, I was going to say, I wish I had thought of that. Yeah, I, I think we should, too. Do you have any suggestions for a name now that you've heard and seen the better half? Um, no. Sorry. <laughs> no, we don't either. We can't even think of what to name our son, much less our podcast. That's right. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to have you on sooner than later, Lauren, I promise. Oh, you better. I know it. I know, and just for the record, folks, I, I'd asked Lauren to bail me out if my co-host wasn't able to do it, and then and I told her it was really iffy, but she still went out being the true super fan that she is, went out and got a microphone headset and all this kind of stuff, and then I totally just... $15. 15 bucks wasted, and I blew her off for my wife. Imagine oh, that. Looking. Makes me a great husband and a horrible host. So. Right. <laughs> Well, Lauren, thanks. If you think of anything for... Uh, oh, I, well, the question. The question was, um, what is your fav- what was your favorite scary movie or the scariest movie and why? Actually, the most recent scariest movie I've seen is 30 Days a Night. It's out right now. Ah. It's the vampire movie, right? Yes, yeah, the vampire movie. And they don't make it all like vampires. They're really good looking and stuff. They're just like pure killers and they're... Ugh. I haven't seen that one. I don't know if it's my thing, but it sounds spooky. So, did it give you nightmares? No, I, I'm pretty good about them. I only got really scared one time. I thought the rest was pretty hilarious. Okay, awesome. All right. So, you're you're suggesting that the peeps go see that one then, eh? Yeah, don't take the kiddies, though. No. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Lauren. We'll have you on shortly. All right. Check you later. Bye. Bye. It's what the world's been waiting for. The recap song. It's cheers. It's cheers. 
demons up in your demons up in your demons up in your church. Hey, this is Vance again. When I was growing up, we always made costumes for Halloween. We never would buy them. We always made them. So this one year, I decided that I wanted to invent my own kind of Martian thing. And I had my mom make me a hat out of that craft fur. It was bright orange, and it just kind of fit on my head. It's kind of weird. And then I took a pair of, um, used to be able to get like a headband that had these wires coming out of it, little springs, the little gold or silver balls on top of them that bounced around. So I had that stuck through the hat. And then to complete the outfit, I, I think I had clothes that we spray painted. And then I had my mom spray paint my arms silver. We spray painted my arms silver with just silver spray paint. And it looked really cool. The only part that I hadn't figured out was how to get the spray paint off. So after having them on my arms and going through the whole night with the spray paint, and every time I'd bend my arms, they would stick. So I finally got home after the after trick-or-treating, or I think maybe that was a party. But anyway, then we had to use gasoline. Yeah, kind of from Arkansas. That's what we did. Use gasoline to clear all the, get all the paint off, which meant I smelled like gasoline there. So here I am with my arms, uh, you know. It was cool, you know. I had, had silver arms for the for the party, which is what I wanted, but boy, did I stink for a long time afterwards. All right, later. Hey there, nobody's listening. Um, calling you from the past. I've been catching up to you guys slowly, listening to uh, two podcasts a week, and so uh, I just finished listening to episode 29. So a couple weeks, hopefully, possibly, maybe a month or so, I will actually be caught up to you guys and can listen to you in real time. But I have a challenge for you, James. I would like for you to send me a button. I am going to email you my address. I want you to send me a button, and here's the challenge. I want to see if you can get me the button before I hear this voicemail on the podcast live, catching up to you. All right? And then it took you a little while to get some of those out. Uh, so we're going to see if you can pull this through. Hi, Team Parsons, and here's my story of the week. I get treated like a dog. It's hard to get odd. The parents when we walk into my sister's room, acting like a dog. Odd, yes. But, hurt me! Okay, call me back. Bye. Oh yeah, that was my my addition. Just uh, call me back at this line when you want me to come on. If you don't, 1,000 years about Juju. Okay, bye. Alright, me class again. I forgot to mention my last call that my dad and I are being guilty fat. I've always wanted to go to Disney World. Please explain it. Think and please. We'll travel around. Oh, yeah. Hey, James. Uh, I forgot to mention, my name's Austin. Uh, yeah, so uh, when I send you that email, uh, yeah, that'd be me. You don't have to play this on the air. This is just for your benefit. Um, I also want to let you know I'm calling from Virginia. Uh, the last time I checked, I was the lone Frapper Map pin in Virginia, and uh, so apparently Virginia is definitely not listening. Later, man.
How are you doing tonight? What is Jawbone? Welcome to Jawbone. Uh, this is going to be kind of a laid-back show. Sometimes you just open up the mic, you don't really know what to say. I got a couple of things I can throw your way. I always prepare. I try to be prepared. The BBC calls Jawbone the podcast Jerry Seinfeld would have made had he settled down in Cleveland with five children. I smell like kielbasa or like a ham sandwich. Hey, what's up with the foreigners? Witty, funny, hilarious, says the guy reading this promo. Down with Adam Chicken Curry. Sir, is it a Sasquatch or is it more of a skunk ape? Can I dial 911? <laughs> I'm in dial 911. Hang on, let me hang up. It's like eavesdropping on your neighbors, says Lynn and Nora's neighbor. Because we weren't talking about racy topics. Oh, yeah, Like right. all married people do. I just can't even talk to a married person who isn't talking about something racy. From the streets of Cleveland comes Jawbone Radio with Lynn and Nora. Ah! Listen in at jawboneradio.com. And find out what is Jawbone anyway. Yeah, it's kicking, it's rocking, it's, uh, you know, stick it in your ear and listen to it. Hi there, this is Lawrence Simon. Are you in the mood for short, amusing tales that you can threaten to read to your children at bedtime if they misbehave? Well, if you are, come by podcasting.isfullofcrap.com for a new 100-word story every day until the day I die. Which hopefully isn't anytime soon. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.